Welcome to the Hacking Your Health podcast with Ben Kenning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Yo, welcome back. Um, episode two. Actually, I actually want to start with saying thanks, I guess, to everybody who's shared, listened, um, tweeted, hashtagged up until this point. Um, I think there was probably more people listened before we actually launched it than have, have since we've launched it. So I guess I want to say thanks to everybody for listening and thanks for everybody who pointed out that I sounded like I was in a biscuit tin. I resolved that situation um, and we're good to go. So what's up, what's the biscuit tin, by the way, for us US folks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was going to tweet this biscuit. So biscuits, like, uh, I guess, like a cookie. I know biscuits for you is like something that you have with like Thanksgiving dinner. So I guess like a cookie jar in a tin version. Okay, I gotcha. We, we have like tin can cookie jars, too. So so a biscuit yeah. tin would be like what you have biscuits in and then a tin can if you're talking into it. Got it. Yes, okay, I was, exactly. I was confused. Yeah. Like, what the, you mentioned a couple of times, like, what's a biscuit tin? I know, I know it's definitely a UK <laughs> thing, so yeah we maybe need to have like uk us translation for like slang words and stuff that's funny <laughs> but yes anyway i'm ben canning this is hacking your health oh yeah this is dave too yeah this is dave uh from yeah. hacking hacking your health as well and uh welcome everybody to our podcast uh this week I, and we're really excited i think last week uh went really well we had a great launch this week um a lot of great feedback from the community you know i think um you know our objectives of this this podcast is really to uh, reach everybody, right? It's not just for the security industry. It's not just for specific industries. It's for men. It's for women. It's for anybody going through, um, you know, lifestyle changes around, you know, fitness and health and mind and body and business. It's it's really for for everybody out there. And our real, real goal is to teach the fundamentals and then get more advanced as we go along. So if you follow us through our podcasts, you know, hopefully you start to learn more and more about your body, how it works, and how you can tailor it to yourself to be successful long term. And that's that's really what I'm excited about. You know the you know, when I remember I was joining Ben's Ben's program, um, you know, I knew nothing. You know, I was again diets, 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 diets. Um, and you know, as I started to piece together, you know, the foundation, and I heard a motivational speech the other day where um there was a, a, a slogan that that this individual used. It was, you know, rock bottom uh, you know, is is not a bad place to be when you can build a great foundation off of it. And, you know, when you look at that and you say, Well, if I'm rock bottom in my health and my my fitness and you know, how I'm, I'm taking time for myself, you know, let's build a solid foundation. And that really comes with awareness, education and understanding your body. And, and that's really what we're trying to, to do with this. It's not for bodybuilders. It's not for powerlifters. It can be, um, you know, but it's, it's really the fundamentals of your body. And then we'll, we hopefully will have some great guests on here. You know, we're looking at scientists and people that focus on your body and things to that effect and just really amazing experts in this industry. Um, but hopefully, you know, you, we can take it away and you can, you can really make actionable changes for yourself. Yeah, I think the main thing for me is I wanted to have some sort of like format and structure that it's not all over the place and people can, you know, start at the start and literally work their way through based on, you know, where they're at and 
and things that they can do to improve. And then obviously, if they implement the steps that we go through, as we get a bit more in depth and a bit more in detail, it'll allow them to sort of refine things a bit more and you know improve on whatever aspect it is. Yep. And I, I think, um, you know, if, if you haven't yet read, uh, read it yet and, and, and happy to um, post this in the show notes, but, you know, I kind of I kind of summarized everything into detail um, around what Ben has taught me throughout the year um, called Hacking Health, the Journey to Living Longer. And I'll make sure I put this on, you know, the show notes, but it's on, on my medium post and it breaks down. If you get if you get all you need is 40 minutes to read. Um, this and it hopefully will give you a great baseline to follow. And we're going to be covering it in each of these podcasts too. But if you got 40 minutes of reading, just check out that link. It goes into everything about my struggles, um, you know, from being, you know, extremely obese all the way to where I'm at today, um, how you build, you know, and calculate how many calories you're doing, how you should track calories, um, the differences between fat, carbohydrates, and everything else um, really breaks into, you know, what we're going to be covering in this podcast, which you know, I'll kick it over to Ben for this one, but the, the four pillars of success, really, you know, the four pillars that will make you successful in your journey, in your health and everything else that's out there. And I think these disciplines are, you know, something that, that everybody should be striving for. Um, and, you know, what Ben has really, you know, drilled into us that, that has made us successful, but you can absolutely do it on your own. You know, I understand, you know, financial situations for folks, you know, can't afford personal trainers, can't get to a certain point. So, you know, again, we're really tr here to arm you with everything that you possibly need to be successful in your journey, um, regardless if you have a personal trainer, regardless if it's Ben, uh, regardless of who it is, um, or as yourself, you know, uh, really giving you everything you need to be successful. Yeah, I think that sort of leads us right in. Um, you know, again, obviously, from the, the conversation that you and I had, the, there was a couple that sort of overlapped. Um, and I guess the best start point for me is whenever I started, you know, as a coach, my thought process and the things that I sort of wanted to focus on and implement, like on a fundamental level. Um, as we were just chatting about, whenever I started, the, the sort of tagline for BC training was body, nutrition, lifestyle and mindset. As I matured and developed as a coach, I realized that they were almost exactly the opposite way around to, to what they should be. Um, so, you know, I've changed them to now read mindset, lifestyle, nutrition, and body. Um, I feel like with anything in any sort of journey, whether it's fitness, whether it's business or whatever, you need to nail the mindset first. Um, the lifestyle that then comes after, then you manage your nutrition and the body almost follows in terms of, you know, if you've nailed those things, your body will improve in whatever direction you're trying to take it. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, just, just as an example today, um, you know, I, I, everybody mindset is, is I think the number one, most important aspect of all of us, as you mentioned, right. It really is the opposite, right. You know, your, you know, your body can go along with it. You can have the right nutrition, but if your mindset and your lifestyle aren't there, you know, especially your mindset, um, you're not going to go out there when you're feeling crappy. You're not going to go out there and put it to work in. Uh, one of your tweets, I think you did a few months ago, um, really resonated with me, which was, you know, yes, I could be lazy. I think you used, you know, the F word, you know, yes, you could be effing lazy. Um, you know, <laughs> this is a no hold barred podcast. So if you want to throw an F bomb out there, we, I, we should get it back going in BC family of when you're going to drop an F bomb, but, uh, um, you know, what episode it's going to be, but, uh, you know, you know, yes, I could be lazy and sit on the couch and do nothing. And yes, my body is, you know, my, my mind is telling me to sit on the couch and watch TV and eat, you know, whatever I want to, but that's not what, that's not who I am. And that's not where my journey's at, right? My journey is, putting in the work every day. And yes, there's, you know, you have to listen to your body, you know, if you're getting injured or you're hurt or, 
you know, you're overworking yourself. You absolutely want to, you know, take care of that. But, you know, the mindset is, you know, uh, to be able to, to say, listen, fitness is, is part of my journey for the rest of my life. It's no different than getting up to brush your teeth or to take a shower or putting underwear on or making your bed or going to work. You know, you, you make time for that because it's part of your day to day that you have to do. And, and that's the mindset, right? When I got up this morning, you know, I was tired You know, I, I got up super early. I, I like to wake up a little bit later. I'm a, more of a, a late riser. And I woke up this morning at seven, which I hate waking up early, but I'm like, Hey, I got, I got to get, I got to get my workout. And it's what I have to do. It's just normal. Now my, my brain has changed over time and it took a while to get there. And I, I, I want to hit, uh, I can't wait to talk about the nutrition aspects because the nutrition was the same way mindset wise as well. Um, where instead of, of uh, food as a reward, food becomes a supplement for my lifestyle, and my body. And, you know, I think the biggest thing that, that resonated with me and my mindset is that it's not a, an overnight switch, but once you start to do it in repetition, repetition, it becomes a habit. It becomes a daily routine. It becomes something that you have to fit in. And it just today's an example, you know, you know, we were chatting before the podcast started and Ben's like, how you doing? I'm like, I literally just got done destroying my legs and triceps. Right. You know, like, like, cause I, that's the only time I have today to get it done. And, and I make time to be able to do it and fit it into my schedule when I can, you know, so if I got to wake up earlier or if I have to go and do things, I fit my calendar in to handle the lifestyle that I now have. And that, that's the big shift. And I had somebody direct message me, um, uh, about mindset and we can get more into detail on the mindset aspect of things, but you know, how do you, how do you get to the gym when you just don't want to go to the gym? And I think you, you have to tell yourself, well, I'm going to the gym. You know, even if I don't want to go to the gym, I have to go to the gym. And guess what? You, you can also tell yourself, and this has worked really well for me, is if I get to the gym and I start sweating and I don't feel like going to the gym again, then I'll leave. But I guarantee you, as soon as you break that sweat, your body's like, oh, I got to put the work in. Cool. I'm in. You know, it happens to me time and time again. As soon as I break that sweat, I'm in. And so, you know, you, you just need to become more of a routine. Get yourself into it. Listen to motivational speakers like Jocko and a lot of others to get you going. Um, just fantastic people that that you know keep it going. Day, change it. Yeah, and us. Oh, and us, and, and of us. course us. You know, especially Ben. <laughs> but I think that's the thing. You know, it's like um, when you start looking at these different pillars. You know, it's it's really about building on a foundation um, of of where you are today. And you know, Ben and I are completely different people, body type wise. Ben struggled being skinny his entire life. I struggled being fat my entire life. So how you know the the perspectives that we have on both spectrums. Have have really led us to where we're at today, and, and and this framework can apply to anybody that's trying to put on mass, that's trying to lose weight, that's trying to be super skinny, that's trying to get super jacked like me. You know, I'm trying. Well, not yet. I'm getting there. Um, you know, I want to continue to get jacked. Um, but you know, it, it's really a journey that you have to make for the rest of your life, and you can do it. Trust me, you can do this. Yeah, I actually had a conversation this morning, just sort of touching on on the mindset sort of things. It's um, you know, people are like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I, I'm sure I've said this to you before, and I've definitely, definitely said it on the in the group calls. Whenever I sort of have a, a bit of resistance in terms of like, you know, if it's training or I want to go and do X, Y, and Z or whatever, I stop for a second. I think, okay, right. I think, where is it that I want to be? Like, what is my goal with this? Whether it is, you know, training, whether it is in business or whatever it is. And whatever the decision that I'm making, I'm like, is this in line with my goal and the person that I want to become? And if you sort of take that couple of seconds to do that, it'll put you in the right frame of mind to sort of move forward with getting your training in, getting the session in that you don't want to do. And I've been in that position before. You know, sometimes you'll find that, oh, I can't be bothered going to the gym. I would rather just sit and play Call of Duty or whatever it is. And 
as soon as you get to the gym, it it sometimes becomes one of the best sessions you've had in a long time because you're not in that sort of, you don't have the expectation in it. It's more like, oh, I have to go and do this. I have to go and do that. Um, and actually, speaking of Twitter, like I don't mean to be a big Twitter uh, advocate now that I've been on it for however many, however many months. But um, I tweeted the other day and it, it's more, it's not that I have to, but it's that I get to. It's it's a privilege. It's not a chore to be able to go and work out. And if you think about the people, you know, who, who don't have the ability or the capability or whatever it is, um, you know, you need to sort of have a bit of perspective on that front. A flip side of that as well, and actually I'll lead you into this going on vacation next week. I, I'll, anytime I go anywhere, I will always train, whether it's on holiday, whether I'm away for two weeks, whether I'm away for a weekend, I'll always make time to train. People are like, oh, you're mad. You know, you train whenever you're on holiday or vacation if you're listening in America. Um, but it, it's a massive part of my life. Do you know what I mean? Why would I not? Just because I'm on holiday doesn't mean I'm going to stop training. And it's that sort of taking the time to build your mindset is this is just a part of my day. And like you said, it's like putting your socks on. It's like getting dressed, like brushing your teeth. It is just literally another part of your day. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny how I calculate um, everything that I'm going to do from a workout perspective when I go on vacation now. So like, um, you know, right next week I'm going uh, literally in the middle of nowhere camping. I'm going to be like literally no cell reception, no power, you know, in the middle of, 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 you know, nature. Right. And so I ordered a portable bench and I'm bringing my, my dumbbells with me that have variable weights so I can get my workouts in. Right. And, you know, I'm also looking at, well, okay, I need to supplement protein while I'm out there. So make sure I bring protein powder and all this. I went to Vegas for black hat. Um, I, my, my bag probably looked like a pharmaceutical bag with all the supplements and the protein and everything else that I had in it. It was like literally baggies for every day of, you know, like my supplements and we'll get into supplements and stuff like that. I'm, I'm ridiculous. And I probably take way too much and I should, but, um, you know, but I get my blood work done. It's all great. You know, it's nothing that's going to hurt me. And even if it's in excess, um, but you know, it's, it's like, you know, I plan all of my routines now around that. And I, you know, and before I go, I'm looking at, okay, well, which gyms can I hit? And um, if you're ever in Vegas, by the way, um, there's a place called uh, Smash Fitness. Uh, it's it's a bit off of the strip, like 10 minutes off of the strip. And man, oh, man, that place is like my my heaven of what I would build a gym like. Uh, there's like, you know, like 15 rogue racks and tires everywhere and all this other stuff. And there's just a bunch of meatheads in there. I loved it. Right. Um, you know, so in, in meatheads and meat women, you know, I don't know how you pronounce it, you know, like, but, you know, just amazingly fit people that are doing awesome work. And and I think that's the thing, too, is like, um, you know, I know we're going to get into questions at the very end of this, too. But, you know, like it doesn't matter where you go to work out, if it's Planet Fitness or wherever, just putting the work in is important, whether it's just steps or whether it's just, you know, getting a run in or getting some cardio in or whether it's weight training. You know, we're obviously big fans of weight training. It has uh, the most benefits for your body and and fat loss. But, you know, just by putting the work in, um, regardless of where you go and keeping yourself motivated, um, is, is what it's all about. And, um, you know, with this podcast and also, you know, the community that we're trying to build around this, um, you know, you can always, uh, share your results on we hack health. Um, so hashtag we hack health, Ben and I monitor all the time. And so if you're just looking for a little motivation or just some, you know, positive rewards for actually getting out of bed and going and doing things, you know, we're going to be continuously pumping that up and, and, and pumping you up as well as part of it. And I'll tell you that that little bit of of positive reinforcement, or a little bit of dopamine that you get when you get um, that type of reinforcement is fantastic. Uh, I I can't emphasize enough where you know I would send a message to Ben and I'm like, dude, oh my god, I have a shoulder vein now. You, I, dude, look at this shoulder vein. 
And Ben's like, dude, you're like literally an athlete now, you know? And I'm like, that, I, he called me an athlete. That's awesome. And I like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to get another shoulder vein. And I'm like, dude, look at this, look at this vein in this leg now. I have a leg vein. He's like, I don't even have a leg vein. You know, I need to get a leg vein. So, you know, just the, the motivation you can have from other people to support you as well, to lift you up also really helps and to have a community around you. You know, uh, what you built with um, BC family, you should really talk about that because I think. You know, you know, uh, with Chris and Aggie and I going back and forth and always trying to beat each other. Like yesterday or two days ago, he uh, he ran, um, you know, a 5K, which my gosh, you know, he is just he is doing absolutely incredible. His journey and the amount of work that he's putting in the transformation that he's undergoing is just I mean, it's humbling for me to see, you know, Chris. I've known him forever. Right. You know, I've known him for 15, 20, 20 years now. Um, and you know, to see his lifestyle, my lifestyle, where we're at, we're both, you know, morbidly obese, um, and to see what he's doing, running five K's now and lifting with me and trying to compete. It's just, you know, it's amazing. And so a little quick, quick, funny story, you know, we always try to beat each other on whoop. Uh, and if you're interested in whoop, it's a great thing. If you can, you know, do the monthly subscription service, there's a, uh, we hack health, uh, leaderboard and, and a whole, real quick to emphasize in we hack health, it's for everybody, you know, whether you're in security or not, whether you're in offense or defense, Everybody can join the hashtag WeHackHealth, um, and, and it's for, for everybody to, to really share their experiences and to motivate one another. So motivate others if you see it. Um, you know, be that community to help others, you know, especially in security where we really don't take care of our bodies. Um, but what's, and, and, and by the way, I, I just want to put one, one thing on mindset here is that you know, we as hackers always talk about you know, being the best hacker that we possibly can, right? But we don't hack our own bodies. And, and, and you know, if we want our minds to be the best, you have to have the body there too. And it's all about the both of those being being together to, to really be successful. Um, and so with Chris, though, really quick, he, he ran a 5K. And, um, you know, I always, of course, he's like, oh, I ran it in whatever, you know, like, you know, I think he said like 36 minutes or something like that or 30 minutes. And I said, oh, man, I just ran a 5K in 30 minutes, you know, five seconds. But, you know, he's winning on leaderboard. And I actually had basketball that night so that I wouldn't beat him. And then he, you know, writes, I hate you so much. So, you know, I think that the, the family atmosphere and the community uh, really motivates me and keeps me going uh, with it on top of, you know, everything else that's out there. And that mindset and keeping you up and propelling you, even when you have just horrible days, uh, I think is, is really critical. Yeah, I think one of the points that I'd, I'd like to note on that is, yes, okay, you know, it's great for, for me what I've done with the family and the community aspect and the clients and things like that. But I think, you know, you, you need to give credit to yourself in terms of how you inspire other people just by doing what you're doing and using a social media platform and getting it out there and literally just by documenting and blogging and sharing your own experience that people are going, shit, right, well, Dave's doing this and I've seen him like this and I know him like this and now he's like this, like, I want a bit of that. And it's even for you, you know, whether it's someone that you know through work or whether it's Chris that you've known for years and years and years that someone who has come on board or at least started a journey and, you know, to better their lives and you see how far they've come. It's almost that you, not that you made them do it, but you've inspired them to sort of start and make the change. So, you know, yes, okay, I'm doing it from a coaching perspective, but you as just somebody who is wanting to better their life, being able to motivate and inspire people, you know, no matter who they are, you need to give credit for yourself on that one. And I'd like to point out we're not sponsored or affiliated in any way by Whoop, but we would like to be. Um, and I feel, <laughs> I feel like I maybe need to get one just to join the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, I, um, you know, my, 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 I guess, mission in life or my motto in life is always to help others and try to make the world a better place, right? 
And, um, you know, for me, what resonated with me was being there longer for my kids, right? And, and to experience my kids and not being on the couch or being lazy and not being able to play baseball or football or basketball, you know, that, that really is what, what drove me and my passion, right? But, you know, when I see others and I get direct messages like, oh my gosh, Dave, you know, I've lost 17 pounds because, you know, your inspiration of what you've been talking about, or I've done this and I just did my first workout. I'm just starting, you know, that is, that is best feeling you could ever possibly imagine as a person because you know you're influencing a change in somebody else that hopefully sticks for the rest of their life that allows them to be there for their family longer um, or to be healthier in their profession or their job right and I think that that mindset is is everything and I think you really have to focus on yourself and give time to yourself for that mindset to be successful and that goes into lifestyle right and I think you know when you look at at lifestyle you look at nutrition and body, all of these aspects coming together as one really create that successful ecosystem for you um, in, in this program. And, you know, I, if you look at, at time and time again, the people that you've trained, Ben, you know, I, I guess what's what's the biggest challenge that you see from a mindset perspective in most people um, as they're struggling with it? Because, you know, I, I'd like to think that I'm I'm kind of an extreme on one end, right? You know, uh, you know, I, when I go kind when of, I go in of, on something, yes, kind of. I go all in. My wife tells me the same thing. She's like, "Listen, she she actually said when I started getting into this with you, she's like, oh God, I hope this isn't one of those things where you go all in again.'" And then it turned into, "Yeah, you're you're going all in again." So, you know, like I, did. I just built the gym. Like the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what's the biggest thing that people struggle with uh, that you typically see from a mindset perspective? Um, I guess the biggest thing is self belief and not believing that they can do it, um, and that that is the the hardest thing to overcome because with all the will in the world like i'll have the belief that anybody can do anything but if they don't believe it themselves it becomes a real challenge and i think you know we sort of touched on it last week that it it comes down to they have failed so many times at trying to make change and you know they've tried x y and z and they've got you know a certain distance with it or they've went so far with it and then the shit hit the fan and you know they they went backwards and whatever and it just comes from not actually having the belief that they could do it and the other thing would be you know again getting so far in it and this will sort of lead into the lifestyle that you know they'll maybe go six eight ten weeks whatever it is and then something will happen that they'll be off the wagon and then they'll feel like they're back to square one when in actual fact you just need to deal with that sort of isolated situation um and and sort of move on from that that's really where i think you played a pinnacle role in in my journey, right? Um, and, and amongst other things, but this is one of the, the more foundational pieces for me um, around trust and belief in you, but also trust in myself, right? And, you know, I, I'd have days where I'd, I'd send you a text message Sunday morning at, you know, 10 o'clock after I'm, I'm, I'm recovering from a hangover. And I'd be like, dude, I, I went poker and I ate, you know, seven pieces of pizza and I had like a, a ton of pretzels and, you know, I ate, you know, drank seven beers or 10 beers or whatever it ended up being. You know, and and I I went over my calories by three thousand, right? And and I'm like I'm like I'm just back day one again, you know, where I'm I'm just this horrible person again, and all this other stuff. And you're like, dude, it's just one day, like g- have fun. I mean, and you even you even said like, hey, I actually take it kind of personally that you don't feel like you can go and have those types of days, you know, um, and live your life without the confidence of being able to bounce back again. And and, and like that was like a jolt to my system of like, oh. He's right. It's, it's not a one day thing. It's not a two day thing. You know, this is, you know, something that you do for the rest of your life. This is the journey, right? It took you, 
years and years and years to get obese or to get to the position that you're in today or to be overly skinny or to not be healthy in the lifestyles you have, right? It takes you time to get out of that. But when you're in that system to fall back on that you can you can really rely upon, uh, it it it's it's a comfort feeling. Like I'll tell you, uh, and this is getting into the nutrition side a little bit, but um, you know what's interesting with me is that when I first started on this and, and my calories were very different too. So, you know, I first started, I think I was at like 1800 calories or something like that. And now I'm at 3,400 calories, you know, um, you know, because I put on a lot of muscle and I burn a lot more, you know, energy. And we'll talk about nutrition in great detail and how this all works, by the way. But, you know, I, I remember, um, always wanting to, to figure out ways to fit certain types of food in. Right. And instead of eating for the macronutrients, I was eating for myself. And then that shifted more towards, well, I need to get these, these amounts of pieces of protein in and you get the, you know, carbohydrates and fats so that I feel good. And, and what's interesting now is like, I know when I'm going to feel great that day um, because of the food that I'm putting in my body and what makes my body work more. And, and having that system in place of being able to adjust accordingly um, is, is something that, that I can't even explain. Like we talk about diets and all these other things, man, diets really jack people up so bad. And you listen to the scientists, like I've listened to a number of podcasts that have legit scientists on that study, you know, mind and body. And these types of things are horrible for you. You know, they're, they're horrible for your long-term strategies because you're used to that failure. And you mentioned failure, right? I have failed so many times on diets. Believe me, you can do this. You can absolutely do this regardless of what your situation is, regardless if you're hurt, if you're dealing with diabetes, if you're dealing with you know, health issues. Again, we are not doctors or scientists or anything to that effect. So we want to clear that up that we're not telling you, you know, we're not prescribing you anything or saying, Hey, this is the way to do it, but you can do this. Trust me. Um, and, and you know, those failures build you to who you are today and it's, it's time to understand your body. It's time to make the change, uh, to, to do the right things. And again, as we get older, it gets harder, right? So it, it doesn't, but it doesn't mean that we have to get older. I feel like I'm in my twenties times 10. I feel actually, I feel better than when I was in my twenties. I mean, it's like, I feel great. You know, I got more energy than I could possibly imagine. It's, it's, it's crazy. I'm bouncing off the walls all the time. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's an incredible journey. You can be successful regardless of who you are. And, and don't just use me as an example or Ben as an example or Chris or whomever, you know, you can do the exact same thing. If you apply the right amount of time, listen to these podcasts, listen to the medium posted or watch, uh, or watch the medium post or read the medium post that I posted and start your journey today. Uh, and being successful, even if it's just 10,000 steps, go outside, get 10,000 steps right now. You can do that easy. Why, why do you listen to our podcast? Yeah. Why you listen um, to our podcast? That's I love podcasts. That's what I do. I go into, I, I listen to podcasts as I'm, I'm walking. Right. I love yeah. it. I think, you know, obviously we've touched on the fact that we'll be able to get a unique perspective on the podcast because i can give a coaching side and you can give a client perspective and you know i guess we can wrap up mindset um with this point the one thing that you mentioned to me is you know a mindset that you struggled with was to believe that you know you're actually in the position that you are now to believe that you have detached from the person that you used to be and you know you're not fat Dave for want of a better phrase and and that sort of that side of things and I know again from speaking to Chris not to keep using this as an example we'll probably have to get him on for a podcast at some point because we keep talking about him um but he, he he's going through the same thing that you know he's actually looking in the mirror and he can't actually believe he doesn't actually believe that that he's the person that he's looking at Dude, his mind is blown um, every time he takes a picture of himself it's like he's seeing a new person every time it's great 
Yeah, as if there's something wrong with this camera. He's like, there's not, this is not right. Um, but yeah, if you just want to share, share a bit of that in terms of, you know, your thought process behind that, because I think that that'll give a unique perspective and something that, that you can touch on from the client side. Yeah. You know, when you, when you, when you're going through this, you know, the, the failure aspect is always in the back of your head. And, you know, especially as, you know, you, you look at your weight and that's, again, you're talking about scale is everything and, and everything else, right? You know, I think the biggest thing is, is the reassurance that you give, but it's not just, you know, Chris, Luis, you know, everybody in, in your team, you know, women and men, um, all struggle with, with very similar things, but very different things. Right. Um, and I think, you know, that support system is really important, but I also think that, you know, failure is, is okay. As long as it's short-term failure, again, you know, you pick yourself up and you build yourself up again, right? If you go out and you just blast pizza, okay, that's a day. I'm not going to do that again for like at least another like four months or something, right? You know, like, like you, you feel like, and, and by the way, I feel so guilty when I do that. And I know you say not to do that, but, but I feel so guilty when I'm like, I just totally just wrecked my calories, right? Because you know, it's like, you're putting in all this work and Jocko will tell you the same thing, you know, that discipline equals freedom, having discipline to put in yourself for this long-term vision of what you want to be, you know, is that discipline, right? And, and you have to do that every single day. You have to fight yourself to say, I want to be this person. I want to live longer. I want to have muscles. I want to do this. I want to eat right. I want to be in a calorie deficit or surplus or whatever it ends up being. And you have to stick by that every single day. And you may have bumps in the road, but you pick yourself back up with that bump of the road and you do it again. And again, support systems really help with that. Um, but it's really about yourself. And I think going into now into the next topic of lifestyle, you know, you have to make time for yourself. That That is number one. If you do not make time for yourself, this will not be successful. And everybody struggles with time management. Everybody, I don't care who you are. You struggle with time management. Listen, I, I run two large-scale information security companies. I have a family, huge family. You know, I have three kids. Uh, you know, like I mentioned this before, two dogs and two guinea pigs and a wife. Um, and and uh, you know, it's it's a lot, right? You're dealing with everything. I, my kids are in sports, like literally, I'm in basketball, baseball, football, lacrosse, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, swimming. You know, so I'm running around all the time. But I make time for myself. And if that's because I'm taking a meeting, uh, you know, while I'm walking through the park. They're going to understand like, listen, you know, I can't, I can't fault Dave for being on a phone call while he's walking and, and, and taking care of himself. You know, most folks will understand those types of things or, Hey, if I need to wake up a little bit early, but your lifestyle and how you live your life and how you uh, better yourself has to be there once you have that mindset established. Yeah. I think the, the lifestyle one, you know, you're going to ask me what the biggest struggle that you see with people is it's 100% time. Um, and you, it's like you said, you have to make time for yourself. And I don't, you know, as you said, everybody struggles with time. Everybody's busy. You know, everybody's level of busy is different, but it's the busiest that they are because it's their life and everything else. Everybody is busy and everybody struggles with time. But time and time again, and again, not to just talk about Chris, but he's a prime example of when we first started, he was like, I can do two 40 minute sessions a week. And now he's like, how can I find time to do more? And it's because he feels better. He has more energy. 
he's more productive he feels you know better in work and everything that goes along with it and it's it's finding that initial time for yourself and if it's the only thing that you do for yourself if you care for a lot of people if it's business if it's your family or whatever if it's the only thing that you do for yourself in that day it's going to be worth it um, and jason is a prime example of that as well do you know what i mean like he he gets up early because it's the only time that he can control in the day and for to use his term the rest of his day is a shit show um but he makes he you know he doesn't like getting up early but he doesn't like missing a workout even more so he gets up gets his workout in and then he's done and that's the he'll say himself the only thing that he does for himself um and time is it's there's questions that people came through you know on twitter and a couple of people have mentioned time and it's about finding it anywhere you can whether it's 40 minutes whether it's 30 minutes whether it's you have to do two things at once whether it's get a treadmill when you're standing at your desk there are ways to do things and it's just about finding what you can do for yourself yeah what i liked about when i first met with you ben is you asked like two of the main important questions you know one what is your goals Right. Like, like everybody has different goals, right. You know, of, of what they want. I think I sent you a picture of one of the trainers from tonal that I, I really liked. I'm like, I want to have those abs and I want to look jacked. Coach Tony. Yeah. Coach, not coach Tony, <laughs> not the booty buster uh, program, but uh, yeah, long story short, uh, I upset the BC family when uh, I, I was doing a tonal workout with uh, a guy named coach Tony on my tonal. And uh, it's called the booty buster or something like that. I was working my glutes and uh, everybody was uh, mad that I cheated on Ben uh, with coach Tony, but, uh, um, no, but you know, but my objectives were and, and they've changed too, you know, a bit, um, you know, I, I wanted to be more lean and to have, you know, a very muscular figure and I still want to m remain lean, but I also want to be really big muscular wise. You know, I want to keep growing my muscle. Jack, the AF, Jack, Jack AF, Jack AF. That's what he said. I, I'll send, I'll send Ben, you know, pictures of my shirt off or whatever, and just say Jack AF, you know, and you know, it, it's great to have that confidence, but you know, I, I think when you, when, you know, everybody's different. And the, the one question you asked there around, what is your goal, right? Is it, you know, are you a woman and you want to be more lean and tone, you know, uh, or do you want to get jacked AF too? Um, you know, or are you a, a man that, that really has trouble with putting weight on, right? Or you're, are you severely obese or middle, middle ground? You know, I was, I was, I was middle ground at this point in time. I was skinny fat. I'd already dropped my obese weight. And I was, I was a skinny fat. So, you know, I looked fine with the shirt, you know, but as soon as you take the shirt off, it's just a, a bunch of blob, right? And, and so, you know, everybody has different objectives and understanding those, I think, is is most important. And then the second question you asked was, well, how much time can you give me a week? And and I think that's important because, you know, you make a commitment to yourself and you make a commitment to somebody else that you're going to put in that time. And, and I'm not saying you have to, again, do this with a trainer. Talk to yourself and say, listen, how much time can I give myself a week for myself? And this is for yourself. This is for you. This is for your mind. This is for your body. This is for your lifestyle. This is for your nutrition. This is for you, right? And that that is the, the biggest commitment that you can make to yourself about making it successful. I'm going to give myself an hour a week for myself. Great. Start with something small. And as things progress, well, hey, I, I, that was easy. I can, I can give myself two hours a week. And well, I'm giving myself three hours a week. Now I'm giving myself this or doing this because I find, find time at night that I enjoy doing. Like a lot of times, you know, when my kids um, get done with, with sports, I go outside, I go to the park and I do a walk and, and it's right before the sun sets. It's beautiful outside. You know, I get a walk in or if it's in the wintertime, I have a walking treadmill and I do meetings on my walking treadmill. Chris is notorious for that. Chris has given entire training programs, you know, walking on his underground treadmill with the standing desk. Right. So, you know, we, we find time. You can find time for yourself. 
making that commitment and changing your lifestyle is number one, right? And people talk about trigger foods and all this other stuff. Listen, I didn't cut out any of my foods. Like I, you know, I, I love pizza. That's why I always mention pizza. I'll still have pizza, but I don't eat seven pieces of pizza unless I'm really, you know, drinking a whole bunch of beer. But, you know, I, I typically only have like one or two pieces of pizza. Okay, I dropped 600 calories. Now I need to know I need to be more protein centric, you know, for my next two meals, right? So it's it's a balance of things that you're doing throughout your life to still live your life, but just do it within moderation. And there's, um, this will get into nutrition a little bit, but there's, there was a, a scientific study done in the 80s and 90s um, around animals. And when you look at scientific studies, this is, I'm, I'm literally, I, I, Ben will tell you, I, I'm up until like two o'clock in the morning reading scientific studies. And like, I just love understanding the science behind my body. I love hacking my body. And one of the things that, um, that was interesting about the study, and I'll, we'll put um, this in the show notes as well, is when you, when you look at the body itself, there's so many varying things changing all the time on scientific studies because human beings are really hard um, to do really great analysis on because, you know, there's so many variables and you can't like cage a human being and lock them into a specific type of nutrition or supplements or things of that effect. There's so many variations that occur in our lifestyle and demographics and things of that effect that, that make it very difficult. So, um, you know, usually the testing ends up being on monkeys and rats and things of that effect or mice. Um, and so this study was done, uh, on mice. And what was interesting is they took two series of mice over the, the age of their life and they looked at what the normal caloric intake was for mice. And they basically caged them as they, they would normally would. And they, they had two sets of mice. One was um, at, at, at a, uh, a normal, uh, 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 normal uh, amount of, of, of calories that they would take in per day in the wild. And the other one was in a caloric restriction uh, at 70%. So they cut back 30% of their calories. Now, when you cage an animal... You're obviously doing less work working out. You don't have to forage for food. You know, you don't have to worry about predators. There's a lot of things that change in your environment. Human beings, very much so caged, right? We don't have to forage for our food. Food is readily available. You know, a lot of our lifestyles, especially from our jobs, you know, are unhealthy. We're not, we're sitting in front of a computer. We're arched over. We're doing all these things that, that don't necessarily do it. And what they found is that the animals that maintain their normal calorie intake, not, you know, that would be in the wild being caged, you know, were morbidly obese. Those that cut back 30% of their calories were in great shape or were in a healthy weight weight range. They, they lost muscle mass, um, but they were in a healthy range and lived longer versus those that didn't. So, you know, when we talk, start getting into the nutrition aspects and lifestyle, you know, we have to look at that and say, okay, well, we're caged animals. How do we put ourselves out of that, give our time to be healthy for ourselves um, so that we can maintain our lifestyle that we want to, right? Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, the lifestyle thing is it's a big one because you're exactly right. People think they need to cut back this and cut back that. And whenever I think of lifestyle, I think, you know, some people like to go out and socialize and they like to do whatever it is. And if you want to talk about pizza, you know, all of those things can be included. And I'll say this a million times over that if I tell you, you can't have something, it's it's the only thing that you can think about. If I tell you, you can't have broccoli, you, you will become obsessed with broccoli. Like no one gives a shit about broccoli, but whatever it is, if I start to tell you you can't have things, then you will crave them and you will want them more. Whereas if I give you the full freedom, it's almost like, you know, if you're craving pizza and you feel like you can't have it, then all of a sudden I said, you, yeah, you can have pizza, whatever. And you're like, ah, well, I don't, you know, I'll take it or leave it. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not something that's at the forefront of your mind. Um, with the, the lifestyle thing and the time thing, a couple of people have come back to me and you say, yeah, you know, okay they feel like making the time for themselves is selfish because they have a family, they have work and they have other commitments. After a couple of months when they come back, they say, you know, that time 
is actually almost a selfless act because they're a better parent, they're a better partner, they're a better work colleague, whatever it is. And they, they've improved you sort of, their relationships and with everybody around them. Um, so it's, it's just sort of finding that initial where you can get the food in the door in terms of time, how you can balance, you know, the foods that you enjoy, your social life. And it was fine during lockdown. Everybody was losing loads of weight because nobody had any social events. It was easy, but now that everything's starting to sort of come back to normal or whatever, um, you know, social events are a thing and everybody has the tools and they know exactly how, how they manage it. And that just comes down to the education and actually understanding their body and what they can and ultimately can't do or need to sort of, I guess, not restriction, I guess, knowing exactly what you can have and not totally taking the piss with it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I'm eating things now, or even if I'm having a beer with some friends, right. You know, I don't go for the heavy IPAs that I used to do right. They're going to be 400 calories per, per shot. I might go with like a Corona light or something like that. I'm still enjoying drinking with my friends or things like that. I don't drink very often. Um, but you know, it, it literally messes up my recovery more than I want to. So it's more of a selfish thing for myself. I want to be able to push myself harder. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it really, from a lifestyle perspective, and especially once you have the tools around nutrition and you have the mindset, you know, this comes into play, right? And, and this was a gradual change for me, right? Um, this was, this doesn't happen overnight. Um, but it's something where you start off small and you work your way up, right? And, and you, you push your body, you push your limits, you push your time, and then it starts to become second nature. And guess what? It has been very uh, contagious to my entire family. Uh, my wife, for example, my kids, you know, uh, want to eat healthy. They want to work out. Um, you know, it, it has motivated them to live a healthy lifestyle. And I, I wish the information that we had today on our bodies and the science behind it was available when I was a kid. Uh, and I wish that was taught to me uh, because I, I think I would have had a completely different life in a good way, in a positive way. Um, then, then, you know, my history and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm leaving this type of legacy for my kids, um, so that they have the right foundation to build off of, um, you know, as well as my, my you know, my wife getting more, more, more interactive. She does orange theory with me and everything else. Um, you know, and she's eating healthy. She's using the Tavalas that I eat and everything else from a planned meal perspective, you know, so it's, it's, it's really changed our household where everybody is focused on, 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 on it. And I, and I love that. Right. And, and. It's very contagious, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, that's a game where it comes back to having that support network um, and having the the group. And whether it's, you know, our coaching group or whether it's just an online community, you know, it, it's finding a good support network where, okay, yes, you'll maybe go in to get something from it, but it's also given back to it in terms of you'll celebrate other people's successes. And, you know, we've, as you said last week, like we've been on calls that people really share their struggles. And, you know, if there's... 10 or 15 people on the call and you're saying, oh, like I struggle with this, you know, 10 out of the 15 people are going to go, oh yeah, I have been in that situation before. This is what I did X, Y, and Z. And you're like, all right, okay, well, you know, if they do it, then I can overcome it. And, you know, we can sort of move forward with that. And like you said, you know, we share obviously food and we share have the crack with, with whoop and the, the leaderboard and stuff like that. But it is, you know, people look at you in the group and people look at whoever else in the group and think, right i want to push myself i want to do a bit more like i want to get more and then obviously like you said that moves into you know the family and and even people going back to work you know people at the start i remember 
whenever I first started training, I worked in a restaurant and I'd be like stood out the back with my tubware eating this big tubware. And the coach that I had at the time always made me eat raw vegetables. And it took me forever to eat like 45 minutes to eat this tubware. People are like, why are you eating that? Like, like, you know, not just go and get a burger or whatever else. And then like a couple of months down the line, they see like my mood has changed. I have more energy than I did the, the first photo shoot I did. And they're like, so what was it that you had in that tub or, you know, can you tell me a bit more about that? And they want to know more. And then it starts to sort of filter in. And I think one of the biggest things that you sort of touched on is, is the kids as well. Like you want to lead a good example and you want to sort of give them the best tools to make those decisions themselves. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the, the aspect that has changed into my life around that has, has made, you know, my family better, but most importantly, you know, we, everybody's living a great life, right? We're all healthy. We're all, you know, and obviously that can change, but we're all healthy right now. We're feeling great. And and I can't explain to you the mental clarity that I have now uh, versus then, right? You know, I was in a fog all the time. I was taking supplements, trying to get rid of brain fog. I felt like crap, you know, my entire, you know, energy levels were depleted. I, I really felt like I was old, right? And that, and, and that this was the norm, that I had to be old. Um, and this is my 30s, right? You know, and, and, and I can't even explain to you now, I'm, I'm, I'm sharper than I ever have been before from a mental perspective. I have more energy than I've ever had before. I'm motivated to do things, you know, like yesterday, um, you know, my son's going to start mowing the lawn. So we got a electric mower for him. And, uh, you know, I was like, I, the first thing I did is get it out, you know, build it and make sure it's all working and test all those things out. That would take me three weeks, you know, before in the past, because I just didn't want to go outside and work because it was hot out or whatever the excuses were. You know, like I'm motivated to do things around the house. I'm motivated to do things uh, in my kid's life. Um, I have the energy to wake up in the morning and and and, and do the work that I need to. Um, I'm a better person because of it. I'm a better hacker because of it. I retain more information. My brain is healthy. Um, all of these things are our benefits of of this type of lifestyle that you can expect to, to almost happen. You know, as you start to, to incorporate this, right? And I think that gets us into nutrition, which is. And if you look at the, the the four pillars, we have mindset, lifestyle, nutrition, and body, right? And again, we're going to be going over these in great detail in each and every podcast. Um, so we're going to be doing the next four podcasts. Um, are going to go into each one of these by themselves exclusively, right? Um, nutrition is one that I think we could spend like ten podcasts on because it's it's so important. And you know what people hear about nutrition is is so jacked up. And again, I don't want to claim we're nutritionists in any way. We're not. Uh, you know, you know, if, if, you know, I'd rather, I'd, I'd recommend seeking out a nutritionist, uh, if you can to, you know, understand your body, you know, it, there's so many things that, that go into the complexities around your body, but at the end of the day, it really is calories in versus calories out. Right. And it's, it's how many calories you're putting into your body and it's how many calories you burn. And there's something called total daily energy expenditure and your base metabolic rate. Um, and so, you know, total daily energy expenditure is going to vary based on the amount of effort that you put in. So we're always told to do cardio, do cardio, do cardio, do cardio. Cardio is great cardiovascular wise for your heart, your health, your blood pressure, things of that effect. It has some great effects for you. I love cardio, um, but it's not going to make you lose weight. Um, you know, what most people do when they do cardio is they eat more because your body's saying, well, listen, you know, um, I want to eat more, you know, because you burn more calories. And so you end up being in more of a caloric surplus, which then you gain weight or you don't lose any weight and you can't figure out why, which is exactly where I was at before I started with Ben. And, you know, there's there's also uh, there's there's a, 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 a lot of scientists studying the the fat burning aspects of your body right now. And there's um, what's called the 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 
um, it's called the, the the fat line, basically the fat baseline. Um, and and what happens is there's a certain point in your body where your body is okay with you losing fat. Then it gets pissed at you uh, because you're losing fat. So it'll actually start taking away from things like muscle if you're not getting appropriate protein and things of that effect, right? And so you know, understanding these aspects of your body. Understanding macronutrients, which you know, to give you just a quick breakdown of macronutrients, well, Ben, you can do a better job than I can. Um, you know, uh, these are all things that that you need to know from a fundamentals perspective to really start that. And I can't emphasize enough: count your calories, count every calorie that goes into your body starting today. If you take anything out of this podcast, go download My Fitness Pal. It's free, and every single time you put something in your mouth, grab the calories. Now, is it going to be perfect at first? Nope. You know, but you're going to start to learn, hey, this is serving sizes. This is the macronutrient breakdown of protein, carbohydrates, and fats. You know, keep yourself within a certain range and then monitor your weight as you're going along. If you want to lose weight, you know, shrink down on the calories, put yourself in a deficit. If you want to increase weight, put yourself in a surplus. You can monitor these and your goal should be to gain one or two pounds a week or to lose one or two pounds a week. Um, you know, that's really the goal here. And you can, you can do that. And it's all literally just math and understanding your body, read the medium post. But Ben, if you want to break down macros, that'd be awesome. I think just at least as a base. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, first thing I would like to point out is I get questions a lot as to like, you know, where can I start and you know, what should I do with my food and what's the best diet and whatever the other questions are. And obviously, you know, you need a lot of context to come with that. And the most generic answer that I can give that will be an actionable step for anybody today is yes, 100% track your calories. And what you need to do is track them for two weeks, but also monitor how your body responds. So if you track your calories for two weeks and there's no change, then just drop your calories slightly. If you track your calories for two weeks and your weight goes up and your goal is to take it down, then drop them by a little bit more. If you track your weight and your, or if you track your calories and your weight comes down just the way you want it to, like you said, one to two pounds, I prefer to look at like one to two percent of your total body weight and this is something we'll touch on when we go in a bit more in depth because you'll know you know from your your own experience that the more that you have to lose the easier it will come off and then you start to get pissed whenever it's like oh well you know last you know three weeks ago i was losing seven pounds a week and now i'm losing like one like what is actually going on so the more that you actually have the easier it is to come off so just start tracking your calories monitor the the way your body responds because people just track their calories because they have heard oh, i have to use my fitness pal and they don't actually ever do anything with the information it's not just put your calories into my fitness pal and you're going to start losing weight it's like what way is my body responding to it and how can i adapt that to sort of suit my goal as you know again you know whenever i start out with anybody it's just a calorie goal and a protein goal um you know again we'll talk more on the nutrition side of things about protein and why it's so important but just to slightly touch on it you know it's the most thermogenic macro in terms of it it takes your body more calorie more calories higher percentage of calories to digest the food than any other macro and that's why it's it's ultimately up there at the top and um, the other two are fats and carbs and again you know we'll go into it fully in the nutrition side of things because i feel like it needs its own space but to get started all i think that you need to do is is track your calories and track your protein intake and actually the the podcast that you sent me last night they talk about um people asking how much protein they need and they say you know you maybe only need like 50 or 60 grams but if we're trying to look at like what can we how can we optimize this like what is the optimal amount and um, then that's whenever you need to start looking at you know i tend to go with 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight now again 
person dependent and whatever else. But as a start point, calories and protein monitor how your body responds to it. And I, I've heard also another one. So the the one gram per pound of uh, per per uh, per pound of weight is a, is a good. Um, analogy, but if you're weighing 300 pounds, you don't want 300 grams of protein, right? So if, if you're already in an overweight situation, the general rule of thumb is one gram per, per, uh, uh, one gram of pr- protein per one centimeter of height. So, you know, take your, take your height. If you know, you're six, four, whatever, you know, divide that in, or get that into a centimeter format. And then you want one pound of protein per that. So for me, it's around, you know, right, right now where, where I'm at, you know, I'm, I'm not using that metric at this moment because my, my muscle mass has increased substantially. So, you know, I'm around the 230 to 250 grams of protein, um, a day, uh, for what I do. And people always struggle with, you know, how do I get that much amount of protein? And we'll get into that. Trust me, you know, whole foods, you want to buy, you know, around 80% whole foods or 70% whole foods, um, you know, to get your protein intake from those, those meals. So I, I have smaller meals throughout the day. So like a chicken breast, for example, you know, it's going to be 20 to 30 grams of protein. Think of steak, 40 to 50 grams of protein, you know, so you can, you can, you know, scale those out throughout the day. And then I supplement things like Greek yogurt, uh, cottage cheese, you know, things that are, that are high in protein intake that can get me to that. And then, you know, think of carbohydrates as your energy source. Right. And, you know, what's interesting with Ben is Ben's like, dude, you're going to come to a point to where, you know, you're just eating carbs all the time. And I'm like, man, that is exactly the opposite of what I've been told. Like I'm, I'm not supposed to eat carbs because carbs equal fat. No carbs are your energy sources. And I feel like total crap. If I don't have my carbs, man, I need my carbs to keep my energy going throughout the day. There's a difference between simple and complex carbohydrates, um, and they have different different things versus insulin spikes immediately versus you know kind of balanced throughout the road. So you know if if I'm just getting done with the big workout, you know I'll grab a banana uh, to re- uh, recover some glycogen stores, and I'll also have like a bagel, you know, as I'm going through to try to eat something. But nutrition is going to be a whole aspect that we talk about um, as we go along, and I really can't emphasize that. I know we're coming up to time, so we got to get to body. Um, believe me, we're going to go into nutrition so much more. Uh, you're going to, your minds are going to blow up, uh, when we start getting into all this and we start getting into the details, but you know, from the nutrition piece, some things that you can take away from this is read that medium post, um, that I wrote. It has all of that in there, um, to get you kind of a primer of how to use my fitness pal screenshots and everything else. Um, but just know that, that, you know, if you're gaining weight, it's because you're eating too many calories, period. You know, if, if you're losing too much weight, it's because you're not eating enough calories, period. If you're just staying the same you're at your total daily energy expenditure, which means that you're basically at a maintenance mode, which is, you know, just eating enough calories and keeping the same amount of food that you would do to, 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 to meet that specific area. So if your goal is to lose, you know, one to two pounds a week, you put yourself in a caloric deficit of maybe 200 or 300, uh, 300 calories a day, you know, adjust it slightly. But one thing with Ben is like, you know, when I'm going on a surplus, you know, it's taken me four months to get the 3,400 calories from a 2,500 piece, right? It's slow increments every week to see how my body adjusts everything. And I think that's important. Yeah. I think just to sort of to wrap up the nutrition side of things, one thing I will say is don't overcomplicate it. Just start by tracking your calories. Don't look at food as good or bad. Just look at it in terms of like nutritional value. So is this nutritionally in line with my goals? As you said, 80% whole foods, 20% you have that, that sort of bit of freedom with. And know that not one single macronutrient makes you fat. It's not carbs that make you fat. It's not fat that makes you fat. It's not protein that makes you fat. It's overconsumption of calories continuously that makes you add fat tissue. Um, and like you said, you know, if you're putting on weight, then just eat less food. Um, and it's, it's, it's not as simple as that, but as a start point, that's where we can start. Yep. And then last on the body, you know, you know, your mind, body, everything needs to be the same, right? And, 
you know, we'll talk about supplements, um, what that means. You know, I'm on testosterone replacement therapy. I've been very transparent about that and what that's been for me. You know, I had very low testosterone levels. I'm not saying that everybody needs that by any stretch of means. Um, you know, it's very specific cases for that. Um, but blood work, uh, things to that effect is also really great. You know, especially on the men's side of the house, we do not take care of ourselves or go to the doctor. Statistically, women do a much better job of this. Um, so getting into the doctor, getting some stuff done, getting some blood work done, to understand what your chemical balances are, your, your, you know, your micronutrients is also a good test, you know, see where you're deficient at and potentials, um, vitamins, minerals, protein sources, whole foods, um, you know, making sure that you can, you figure out your body for what you want to do and what you want to work on. Right. And I think that's, that's a piece there. Um, you know, obviously getting into, um, you know, the weight training, resistance training, hypertrophy, uh, progressive overload, all of those things that, that. Uh, trigger your responses for protein synthesis in your body uh, to create muscle. You know, those are all things that we'll get into um, as we go along and, and, and programs and things like that you, that you can use. If you want a great resource, just getting into the uh, muscle building side. I'm a huge fan of Jeff Nippard. He breaks down the science and uh, the workout routines that you can use all free on YouTube. Um, good, good, good stuff there. Yeah. I think that the reason that I just said body is because there's so much that can come under it. You know, you've got yeah. sleep, you've got supplements, you've got hormones it covers how your body looks. It covers how your body moves. It covers how your body operates in general. You know, we look at mobility. We look at the training aspect of things, everything that sort of comes along with that. And I wouldn't solely say in terms of like the male side of things for hormones. And one of the big things that I see with females is they, they go on super restricted calorie diets. And what tends to happen is not to again talk about periods, but you know, they get to the place that their body starts to shut down functions that it doesn't need because they're so restricted in terms of calories. So it's trying to like reserve energy as much as possible. So, you know, there's a whole other aspect to it down the line. I think we'll probably have to do a podcast on periods. So I don't know if you want to be involved in that, <laughs> um, but we can do it. We can do it. I've already been yeah, at like 17 meetings of periods anyway. So it doesn't bother me. <laughs> you're, you're an expert. I'm an expert on um, periods now, apparently. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually um, a lot of that back to to my wife and uh you know she's she's also um you know been been researching a lot of them. It's great it's great to understand your body, right? And this is the whole thing. It, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you know, we're gonna get into all those topics for 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 both sexes. It's it's important to understand your body and how it works and how it operates. We are very different um, you know, body types. And so getting into all of that I think is is really important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And um, the body one will be probably two, two podcasts. I mean, they could all be two podcasts, I guess. I'm sure they could. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, so we're coming up yeah, on the hour. I know that we had some questions, but I guess we could probably just do a separate podcast for questions. Um, so we sure. can cover it all in. Um, yeah. yeah no, that's cool. Again, I just want to say thanks for everybody for listening, for coming this far. Um, obviously everything's set up and good to go in terms of all social media platforms, all podcast platforms that we could ever imagine, um, YouTube channel, website, things like that. Any questions for either I or Dave, you know, hashtag we have health or at we have health on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, website, whatever it is. Um, and we'll try and incorporate, you know, a, a Q and a podcast every so often as well, just to cover what everybody needs. Yeah. Again, our goal is to create a, a community of, of folks where we can help out, right. You know, our whole goal is to help out others. So if you have questions that you want us to answer, um, things to that effect, please let us know. Um, you know, uh, the contact us information, you can contact us and shoot us a, a message um, on our website, which is wehack.health. You know, again, as Ben mentioned, we're on all the major, you know, Instagram, Twitter, everything else, face, uh, not Facebook, but uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, you know, Spotify. I'll do Facebook. Yeah. I'll do it right now. Yeah, I'll do Facebook right next. Now. <laughs> oh, I got to add my link. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, again, really trying to create a community for everybody. It's not just the security industry. It's for, for everybody that's out there that, 
is looking to make a change or wants to tweak things they're doing or maybe already understand all of this stuff, but they're, they're just looking for better perspectives on, on as they get older and age. You know, our whole goal is to really provide that resources for you. So I really appreciate the community support that we've already had. It's been amazing. Um, you know, and it's just really cool to see everybody come together and, and, and again, motivating for me and motivating for Ben just to see people taking care of themselves. Uh, we don't take care of ourselves in our own industry. We really need to focus on that. And, uh, the better, the better your body is, the better your mind's going to be, the better you're going to hack. So, uh, thank you all so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week.